Hi, and welcome to this week's Connectivity. I'm Scott Thompson. First up, we have a new segment for you featuring myself, Andy Gergen, and Mike Slens as we break down all the information that came out of the uh, Nintendo press conference late last week. After that, I talked to Dan Koopman, our European correspondent, who just recently got to play the entirety of Super Mario 3D Land. Finally, we've got our second game of NWR Jeopardy, hosted by myself and Neil Ronahan, and our contestants this week are Pedro Hernandez, Andy Gergen, Mike Sklenz, and Zachary Miller. Enjoy. Hey everyone, I'm here with Scott Thompson and Mike Sklenz. We've got a lot of news to go over, so let's get into it. Um, I'm going to split this up into, into three sections. I'm going to kick it off with the 3DS news, because there's a lot of it out there. Uh, last Friday, there was um, there was a 3DS like press press event in Japan where they went over a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm just gonna kind of go through this one by one. But the first thing they announced was this, they're gonna put a, a system update in November, which is going to include 3D video recording. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to not use this feature. Yeah, yeah. Like actually, I found I found the 3D camera really kind of compelling for the first few days. Yeah, but. when you had no games to play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found yeah, I took like probably thirty three D photos, and I have not used it since. No, yeah, it's weird because according to according to what we reported on, so I have to assume it's obviously true. Um, it's odd because <laughs> you can record in like bursts, like ten seconds, two seconds, three seconds, um, or you can do continuous. So they've they they have some weird like. Yeah, it says right here you can do you can choose from a mode where you can record for two, five, fifteen, or sixty seconds, or you can just do a normal recording mode. Well, why? I don't understand. If you wanted to do fifteen seconds, why wouldn't you just start and then stop fifteen seconds in? <laughs> I guess maybe since you can't edit the video, this is like okay, set it for fifteen seconds, put it on your desk, and then stand in front of it and dance or something until the fifteen seconds is over. Maybe someone told them they had to have like. Oh, I five guess yeah, you modes. wouldn't be able to edit it easily, would you? Because once you got it off the three DS and into something like iMovie, it wouldn't like, be three D anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you would edit it. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Right, so I think that's their way of just like setting up a timer and then. Like and then yeah, you're just standing in front of it and doing something. Someone told them they had to have like five modes, so they just came up with random second time yeah. limits. Well, that's two seconds. True. Who's gonna record for two seconds? I'll take a photo Me every day. <laughs> it's like it's like Twitter for 3D video. <laughs> um, and apparently, you can record up to 10 minutes of video. I'm kind of curious how much storage space that's gonna take. I know these are really awful cameras, so I yeah, can't talk them that much. I was going to say, you guys said you took a, a good handful of 3D pictures. I took one, and I was like, oh, this is ugly as shit, and then I never took a 3D picture again. The 3D photos look good on the 3DS, but if you oh, like, yeah. take yeah. them off, they're hideous. Yeah. They haven't said anything about whether or not we'll, we'll be able to share the video with anybody, or if this is a thing where you're going to mail your 3DS to your friends so they can look at your video, and then, <laughs> and then they'll mail it back. Um, but... Yeah, that was one of the that was one of the announcements from that from that press event. The other one, uh, they have there's a whole slew of new eShop apps coming. Um, there's some kind of a weird games called Freaky Forms, Your Creations, Alive, which is also <laughs> known as Picture Lives in North America, I think. Um, God, it's some sort of a you you create monsters and you bring them to life, and it's gonna come out for seven dollars. Um, I don't I don't really. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. Uh, it's an art-based exploration. Have game. they learned anything from the App Store? I don't think there's 
almost any apps that are over $5 on my iPhone. Yeah, I... And it better be really damn good, and it better have (laughs) iPad support if I'm paying more than $5. (laughs) It's a universal app. It also works on your Wii. (laughs) Exactly. I was going to say, yeah, it'll be Wii U compatible. You can play it on the That would be a smart move, so it probably won't happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. At least not for 15 years. (laughs) And then there's some sort of a... Some sort of a 3D tower defense game called Dylan's Rolling Western, which <laughs> does not sound like something I want to play. Um, there is a uh, a game called Pushmo, which is like a, a puzzle platformer. Um, there's 250 3D mazes. Um, yeah, no thanks, I guess. I mean, I, it, it could be okay. I don't know. It's called Pullbox in the PAL regions. Um Sounds like a sounds like a whole bunch of those puzzles like in Zelda where you pushed a crate along the floor. Oh, those are the worst. Yeah, I can't wait for that. They're so um, slow. Oh. The, the fourth the fourth app they detailed is actually one that I care about, and that's the one that lets you send messages to your friends. And that one's God. free, right? Yeah, it's called uh, Swap Note. Or it's actually called, it should have been built into the system. In PAL, it's <laughs> called Nintendo Letterbox. Um, in, uh, it's going to allow handwritten messages in 3D as well as picture and video attachments. So that's interesting, actually, because in the video... Um, story we posted that there's no information on how to share the video but I on guess the that's it. eShop story we, we, we wrote uh, they say that you can trade video on this uh, that. breaking swap news note. breaking news <laughs> our two we know, stories um, on the website contradict each other <laughs> is there a way um, is there going to be a way to reorganize the friends list in this system update is it going to fix the friends list so all of my online friends show at the top which Xbox Live has been doing for like I don't know 10 years I didn't see anything like that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they snuck in some other, some other enhancements. I mean, how do you miss that? If you're going to make a friends list and you're going to let you have have a couple hundred people on your or a hundred people on your friends lists, I don't want it to scroll through the friends list in the order I put the people in, which is not any real order to find out who's online and who's not. The problem with that though is it doesn't matter right now because you can't do anything with them online, so it's not like it matters who's online. (laughs) That, yeah, what you're saying will only will only matter when there's a reason to look and see who's online. And yeah. What you need to do is spend 30 seconds looking at the Xbox Live interface and say, oh, of course, it makes sense to sort things alphabetically, except with all the online people first and then all the offline people after that. Yeah. yeah uh, anyway, uh, I agree. Letterbox. I, I was going to say, I don't have any 3DS friends at all. Um, maybe in the show notes I'll put my 3DS friend code. And maybe oh, I'll yeah, definitely. Some... Some listener well, friends. I have like thirty or forty people on there, all from the, really? all from the site, like from the forums. Oh man, uh, yeah, I don't have anyone. Yeah, I'm gonna I only have about friends. a dozen. But once again, I might as well have zero because what does it matter right now? Right, you just look at. Well, it'll matter for Mario Kart because they're adding that. Yes, that that'll be a big play deal. thing. So we can all be part of Clan NWR on Mario Kart or whatever. Absolutely. Finally. So Swap Notes coming out in December. It'll be a free app, so look for that. Um, next up on the 3DS hit list, uh, they announced that. Hulu Plus is coming to 3DS and Wii, actually, um, by the end of the year. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, which I can't fathom as very many of you if you spend any time at all on the internet, Hulu Plus is a subscription-based version of Hulu.com, which is a streaming video site. This may not be pre- probably isn't very prevalent outside the States. So um, Hulu just started in Japan this month. Do you know if the content library is the same? I don't think it's the same, and they're getting a PS3 app by the end of the year. Okay, so basically, the, the, here's the deal with Hulu Plus. We got a letter from Adolf Vega about this. He wanted to know more about what Hulu Plus was and, and how, how it would work on 3DS and Wii. I've actually been a Hulu Plus subscriber since the very beginning. I use it on my PS3 fairly often. And the way it works is this. 
Hulu Plus is a very misleading name for the service because <laughs> the word plus indicates that it contains all of the regular Hulu and then more. But really what what, what happens is Hulu.com is the website you go to for this massive array of streaming content, and then some of it is available via Hulu Plus. Most of it. No. Except, well, it depends on the channel. Like, really. for, I, I think about half of the shows that I've subscribed to are not available on Hulu Plus. Okay, most and, of the shows I subscribe to are available on Hulu Plus. I've been a Hulu Plus member since this summer when I cut the cord and dropped cable. Two, uh, two notable exceptions to the Hulu Plus are Community. Yeah. And Chuck. Both of those shows are not available on Hulu Plus. Basically, all that really means is that Hulu Plus is what you need to watch this, to watch any of Hulu's content on, on a mobile device or on your television via a native app like the Hulu Plus app for PS3. Or, in this case, the Hulu Plus app for Wii and 3DS. So, basically, it's, it's sort of like a Venn diagram. There's some content that's exclusive to Hulu Plus. And that's largely back catalogs of current running shows. Right. Like, if you want to watch all of Lost, that's, like, except, except for maybe, like, the last five episodes that aired. Yeah, it's usually, like, the last five episodes that aired, um, are, or everything from yeah. the current season or something is available on the um, website. But then, in, if you're a Plus subscriber, you get back catalog access. And if you're a Plus subscriber, you get access on the web and on your devices. If you're not a Plus subscriber, you can only watch on the web and... So it so it's weird. There's some content that you can't get on the devices, even though it's available free on the web. Um, there are, of course, ways around that if you're savvy. But um, yeah, it's so retarded. Like the whole idea, and I don't want to turn this into like a media needs to be free, like soapbox. But if I can put my laptop on my bed and watch an episode of Community, why the fuck can't I do it on my iPad? They're both devices. The iPad is essentially a computer, but because someone says so, this one. This one show can only be watched on a computer in the traditional sense of the word. It's so retarded. Well, right, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't get all the like the yeah. I don't get who negotiated the rights and like why there's a separate basically two checkboxes and it's like computer yeah. only or like all devices. It's the it, media it's... companies struggling to try and maintain control over a market they had absolute control over of about a decade ago, and now they yep. have no fucking control over it, and they're scrambling like a bunch of retards to try and maintain. <laughs> Any, this is, it's the same thing that happened to the record industry. Yeah, like, yeah. They they thought they could go on and be a 900 pound gorilla for the rest of their lives, and then they realized, oh no, the internet's going to fucking ruin all of that. <laughs> but they, they realized it attack. way too late. The TV but, guys have realized it a little sooner, but they're they're still idiots. Like, why, why is why am I only allowed to watch things on one device? It doesn't make any sense at all. Like, when you right. really think about it, it doesn't make any sense at all. Right. I mean, what, what's better for them to have it? you know, universal across all Hulu platforms with commercials or just make me download it on a torrent. And well, you even know, stupider to, things... Just to, stream, to stream to my PS3. Because I can I, plug because my I computer it. into my TV and watch Community on my TV <laughs> on Hulu. <laughs> right. But I can't plug my PlayStation into my TV and watch Community on... Like, who cares what device it's going through? It's still on my fucking television. No argument exactly. here. I mean, there, there's some other complaints about Hulu Plus that people have had, like the fact that you're paying the same price for Hulu that you're, play, you're paying for Netflix, but Netflix doesn't have. See, Netflix is, is is inherently based off of the DVD, whereas whereas Hulu is inherently based off of the television broadcast. Right. So you don't have any commercials on Netflix. You're gonna have commercials like usually two before the show starts, and then two per commercial break. Yeah, but at on most Hulu. you get a minute of ads, and it seems to vary. I've noticed that. Yeah. If you're watching on your TV, 
you're probably going to get two 30-second ads or maybe a 30 and a 15. If I watch on my iPhone, I usually get one 15-second ad. Like, it seems that the smaller the screen, the shorter the ads are. Like, the iPad will get, like, one 30-second ad, and the iPhone will get one 15-second ad, and the PlayStation will get two 30-second or a 30 yeah. and a 15, or maybe sometimes, if I'm lucky, two 15-second ads. <laughs> so so the 3DS should be right around that 15-second mark, then. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine so. I, I mean, and it, I, I guess it kind of makes sense, because, you know, if you're on the go with a phone, obviously you probably don't have as much time for ads or something. Right. Personally, yeah. I don't mind paying eight dollars a month and getting ads. I was paying fifty for cable, and I got shitloads. That's more the ads. thing is, I've heard a lot of people say that Hulu Plus isn't worth the price because they have commercials or because the content library isn't quite there yet. But at the end of the day, it just depends on what you're watching. Like what I what I when I started trying to figure out what I wanted to do for my entertainment, I started saying, okay, well, ninety percent of what I want to watch is available via either Hulu and or Netflix. If I subscribe to both, I'm paying about twenty bucks a month max, and that's 30 to 40 bucks a month cheaper than my monthly cable bill. Yeah, that's what I do. And then, like, one show that you unfortunately, like, cannot get on Hulu, they don't have any BBC America content, so I can't watch Doctor Who, but Doctor Who, $17 for an iTunes season pass, I'd gladly pay for that. Well, and all the Doctor Who backlog is on Netflix, too. Yeah, so. all the backlog is, but I yeah. want, you know, I'm not going to wait. Yep, I did, <laughs> I, did the, I, did, I did the same thing for Mad Men last year. I paid 30 bucks for a Mad Men season pass. Totally okay with that. Yeah. Mad Men's right. a great show. I'm willing to pay for it. I mean, I'm at the point now where I'm not buying many DVDs either, so it's not like I'm going to spend 30 bucks on it now from iTunes and then buy it again on DVD, most likely. So. The right, big, yeah. I mean, this should probably be the last thing we say so we don't go on forever, but the big thing that I realized when I was like, like at least 75% of what I watch on cable is Comedy Central, and basically everything that's on Comedy Central is on Hulu. It just shows up 21 days late. So, like, the first, the new episode, the new season of South Park started three weeks ago. The first episode from, oh, for this half of the season, the first episode got showed up on Hulu this morning. Yep. <laughs> and and now, except, for, except for Daily Show and Colbert, which show up the day after. Which is nice. I'm very yeah, curious to see if that's, the, uh, that's the, like the so new, much, uh... Like $8 for Comedy Central alone I would pay a month, so. I'm very curious to see if the new Beavis and Butthead ends up on Hulu, because I really want to watch that. Oh, yeah. they, they have other MTV content, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I would think it would. I, I guess just in closing, I mean, you guys seem pretty high on Hulu Plus, but I, I tried a trial for a while, and, I mean, I pay for cable, especially, I mean, to watch hockey and things like that, so, like, with, with sporting events, so I am not going to cancel cable, so... You can now would... get hockey on the Apple TV. You can oh, get okay. NHL Center Ice well, on it, like, as of last week. Yeah, but you have to pay for Center. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, then you're not I paying just, for cable, as you know. Yeah, but then I also think with Center Ice, there's local blackouts, so I don't think I can watch local games. Yeah, I don't um, know how it works with the I'm with the sports things. Like pretty that. sure that's the case. So I would just say that if you have cable and you're not going to cancel your cable, I don't see a reason for Hulu Plus, especially if you have Netflix as well. Especially yeah. if, you, if you have a DVR, because really what Hulu Plus does very well is it replaces your DVR. Yeah, right. I, yeah. And, not only did I cancel my like forty dollar a month cable contract, I was paying twenty something bucks a month at TiVo. Oh, so okay. I, I mean, I'm and, not gonna lie, and I still I, get my I, sports because ESPN streams a lot of college football. Oh yeah, and that's, that, all, that, that's that pretty much all you watch. <laughs> yeah, it's all my Xbox. See, I'm so. not gonna lie. I mean, I use Hulu Plus and Netflix to basically make up for my cable bill, but I also have a few less than legitimate means helping me out there too. Right? Yeah. Google Google Play to. on. I've always been doing that for HBO yeah. shows. Anyway, we'll go ahead and move on. I guess one thing I wanted to touch on before we move on from Hulu Plus and and is is there was some there was some question from Adolf Vega about how it might work, and I'll tell you right now, it'll work the exact same way it works on my PS3, which means everything is streamed. You're not going to be downloading or saving any content, any videos. It's all just going to come the same way Netflix works on 3DS, 
and Netflix works on Wii, it'll it'll be Hulu Plus. You'll you'll pull the library of videos and you'll stream it directly to your device. And when you're done streaming the the, the video, you're done. And you know it's so, going to be a real godsend for like kids, yeah, like at a hotel definitely. with Wi-Fi. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that that'll definitely be good. Um, and speaking of, it's not in our, our show notes, but speaking of saving videos, um, how about the announcement that now you can like save, uh, download and save uh, videos from Nintendo for like two bucks or whatever uh, oh, to your to your 3ds uh, SD like card from the video channel or oh, yeah. No, it's like they're trying to monetize YouTube four years too late. <laughs> or is it or is it exclusive content like you own it and you're doing it like iTunes does? Yeah, it's like that. You're being able okay. to save because the way the Nintendo like, video works right now is they just kind of like. Every couple of days, something new pops up, and then something else will go away, and it just kind of comes and goes over time, Stay whether or not you're paying bu- attention two to bucks. it. Jesus. But if you want to keep a video now, you can pay two bucks to keep it. Why do they not have any 99 cent, like, the lowest price on the eShop is two bucks, too? Why is nothing a dollar? Because they don't want to devalue their content. Whether don't they realize they- that 99 cents is a psychological sales point? What they don't realize is other people have already devalued their content for them. <laughs> yeah, like why would oh, I buy? Wait, 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 you guys aren't realizing is these videos are in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, if it's like a whole television episode, I'll pay. Got in your iPhone? That's what iTunes charges, $2 for an episode of a TV show. So if it's like a whole TV show, sure, I'd pay that for 3D content. You have to be bare minimum, 15 minutes. Nah, you're not getting that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's move on to the next uh, the next bit of news. We have uh, some new Street Pass Me Plaza features are coming. They're going to put in a map that uh, shows you where your Street Pass Me's are at. That's you know kind of great. They're going to have a sequel to that Find Me RPG. So that'll be kind of cool. Uh, if you if you've already um, beaten Find Me, it'll just unlock the sequel, I guess. So you have to beat the first one first. So mm-hmm. it's called Find Me Two. <laughs> um, I've not spent any time in the Find Me RPG. Have you guys? Yeah, I had that to get that Metroid hat. See, there I you go. I have only have three street passes to my name, so. Well, you right. know, you can just buy the heroes with all the with all the, the coins. coins. That's true. Yeah, you can do that. That's um, what I did, and I finally got the last puzzle. I was oh, at nice. Disney World last week, and I brought my 3DS, and I got about like five or six passes, or like six or seven street passes each day at Disney oh, World. Excellent. That's awesome. I got the I finished... last puzzle. The new Super Mario Brothers Wii puzzle was the last one I needed, and I had like hundreds of coins. So as soon as I got the puzzle, I just bought the rest of the pieces. How many? <laughs> how many puzzles are there? Five or six. There's Mario and Bowser, Mario and Luigi, new Super Mario Brothers, Pikmin, Mario and Yoshi. Wait, no, maybe the Mario Bowser one has Luigi with it. Metroid yeah, Other M Bow- and Pikmin. Yeah, there's and there's the and the Zelda one. Okay, I've gotten Metroid and Kirby. M1? There's Kirby also. Yes, there is. Weird. And Pikmin? So wow, there's, yeah. three, there's three Mario ones, Zelda, Metroid, Pikmin, and Kirby. So that's seven. Well, they're going to add some new ones with this uh, November update. It's going to have um, Donkey Kong Country Returns is one of them, and they haven't really said much else. But they'll be adding they'll be adding new puzzles. I still only have the three that I have gotten so far. I've finished them all, but... Yeah, it's annoying. There's no way to, like buy a new puzzle. The only way to get it is through street passes. You think, like, yeah. let me drop a hundred coins and at least get a brand new puzzle if I can't do anything else. <laughs> sure. But no. Uh, moving on, there's a new pink 3DS coming to Australia. I believe it's called Lavender Pink. Um, see, I like that white one they've been showing off. Oh, yeah, definitely. That white one looks excellent. Oh, I wish if I didn't have a 3DS, I'd buy that black and white one in a heartbeat. I love that two-tone look. Anyway, the 3DS, the pink one, is coming to Australia on November 17th. I think it's called Misty Pink in Japan. 
But it's called Lavender Pink, I believe, in the States. Or not in the States. Lavender Pink. What is that? That's like saying orange. <laughs> Let's make sure I got that right, shall we? <laughs> I, I think you're right. But yeah, that's a very bizarre Lavender name. and Pink are not the same yes, color. Yes, it is They're called Lavender Pink. That's so great. Yeah, well, Red. the Cosmos Lavender only black, is purple. So. Like, it's a shade of purple. Right. Um, so that's, <laughs> yeah. Pink. We got it. They, they announced the name of the new Circle Pad attachment in North America. And that's going to be Circle Pad Pro. Or maybe they didn't announce it, but they filed the trademark for Circle Pad Pro. So, so when you're buying your giant attachment, that's what Pro. it'll be right. so, so now you can be an ambassador and a pro. And a professional. Yeah. <laughs> um, they've also announced that Resident Evil Revelations is going to support that whole thing. So, it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty widely adopted amongst the, the big gamer games that are... If they're smart, they'll do a bundle where it comes with a game. Like a, I agree. Like Nintendo will make a game that uses it and then bundle it. And then, um, last but not least, there's a couple of new 3D classics. There's Kid Icarus and Kirby's Adventure. Um, neither of those have actually been confirmed for the States yet, or for North America. I shouldn't say the States, for our Canadian friends. Uh, neither of them have been confirmed for North America, but K- Kirby is confirmed for Europe, and the way it's gone so far, things that have been confirmed for Europe have shown up here about the same time, so um, I would expect Kirby will be the very next uh, 3D classic, which is a great one. That, that's one I may that's actually That's one I think I may buy. get, yeah. 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 It's like a I real game. Because I've never bought Kirby's that. Adventure on any other of their download services. I've never paid for it on Virtual Console, and it's a great game. And so. it's gonna be that's a game where it's not a shmup. It's like a like it's a platformer. We haven't seen that in 3D at all yet. I'm really interested to see how they do that in 3D. Yeah. And it's a game that has a lot of has a lot of like design to it. Like it's not just the same scrolling backgrounds over and over again. Yeah. So there's a lot to see in a 3D classic for that game. So Kid Icarus, then, maybe if it didn't suck. Kid Icarus, they've <laughs> announced uh, for Japan. I think only so far. I'm sure it'll probably come elsewhere eventually. But uh, in Japan, actually, you can get it free from Club Nintendo. So there's that. Uh, I actually like Kid Icarus quite a bit, but I've also never really tried to play through it since I was 10. So I liked it a lot when I was 10. I beat the game quite a bit when I was 10. Wow. But I probably had the game junior or something going on. I really don't recall. But I remember really liking the game. Um, probably because I it was so frustrating I never tried to play it without the game genie. I don't really remember, but <laughs> that's probably what happened. <laughs> uh, that's all we got for 3DS news. There's a couple of a couple of bits of Wii news out there. Uh, they've announced a new title in Japan called Kikatrick. And they haven't said much of anything about it other than that the theme of the game is sound. So, okay. they haven't announced really much else of anything about that. Hopefully that um, means the Rhythm Heaven team is doing it. What it does mean is that there's a new Wii title coming out, and that's kind of already, in, in and of itself, a little bit surprising. Uh, they haven't, haven't exactly announced a lot of new Wii titles lately. I think it's supposed to be out before the end of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, we're not going to get it anyway. Ah, uh, January. January 19th, actually. Not The, uh, the words on the front of the box apparently uh, say, Differentiate Mysterious Sounds. So... <laughs> there you go. It's some sort of a weird Simon Says game. I don't know. I hope it uses the uh, the amazing speaker in the Wii remote. Oh, God. You know, the the best use of that speaker was in Silent Hill because it sounded like a cell phone By without yeah. without having to try. They did that in uh, No More Heroes, too. You'd get calls from uh, whatever the chick's name was before you'd fight the bosses, and it was it worked because That's it was excellent. grainy and awful and cut out. That's excellent. <laughs> um, and then a couple of games that are uh, announced that aren't coming to Wii, at least not yet, uh, Toki Tori 2 is coming out uh, for Steam sometime, I believe, next year. Uh, this, of course, is a game that was originally developed, um, I think, like a decade ago, I read. And it's been released, the first Toki Tori was released a million years ago, uh, or I'm sorry, on, on a million different systems about <laughs> over the last 10 years, including iOS, 
uh, WiiWare and Steam and probably Xbox Live Arcade. I'm not really sure. It uh, it started on Game Boy though, didn't it? I believe it did. I believe yeah. it did. It's a kind of a fun little puzzle game. It's nothing all that special, but it was fun. It was colorful. Had a real Nintendo feel to it, and it did, I think it did pretty well on WiiWare. Um, they've released, they've announced a sequel, and they haven't said where it's coming yet. But my best, my best bet is it'll end up on some Nintendo platform, either 3DS, Wii U, or maybe even Wii. But right now it's just confirmed for Steam. And then in other news uh, of things not coming to Wii uh, yet is BitTrip Runner 2 has officially been announced by the team that did BitTrip Runner. Except it's not called BitTrip Runner 2. It's just called Runner 2. It's got a completely different art style, and it's coming to the HD systems uh, because the Wii U is apparently just not quite powerful enough to run it. Oh, the Wii is not powerful enough to run it. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it may come to the Wii U. They kind of just were kind of just, I don't know, quiet on that. But um, it'll be coming out for Xbox and PlayStation, I think, um, soon. I'm not sure when. They just launched a blog for it. And they showed some of the art, and the art looks way different. Like, the runner looks w- weird. Um, <laughs> realistic. It's got kind of like a realistic, but not not realistic, just like very stylized, artsy I don't know, very detailed, let's put it that way. It looked like, I can't even describe him, it just looked weird. Check it out, <laughs> Google Runner 2, I'm sure you'll find the website pretty quick there. Um, so that's all the Wii news we got. There's one other piece of news we're going to talk about before we uh, run, run, run over on, on, on our time limit here. But uh, So there's been a rumor that was floating around today, it was posted by Andrea Sang, um, who got it from the Japanese newspaper Nikkei, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, Nikkei maybe? Uh, they're going to announce tomorrow on October 27th, and maybe this will be false by then. This is only a rumor. Maybe it'll be true by then, by the time you're listening to this, that they've lost, in the period from April to September 2011, 100 billion yen, which is 45 billion yen more than they projected. Wow. So twice, uh, like twice as much as yeah, they projected. about twice as much as they projected. And apparently it's largely due to the strength of the yen, Against the euro, um, that that accounts for forty forty billion dollars of that one hundred billion. Um, by the way, that hundred billion yen is approximately one point three one billion United States dollars. Um, that's just for a company that was so successful for so long. Like yep. no no wonder that all the top executives at the company were so incredibly forward with their apologetic tone. Right. Around the time of the 3DS price drop, like wow, this is a this is really bleak. I I mean it's hard to really take too much away from this because if it is like largely based on the financial markets, but what it does tell you is that this is immediately after a console launch. That does not that does not say much for the strength of that console. Yeah, right. and it gets it's starting to, for the first time in my mind. I'm starting to have a real legitimate concern for the long term viability of the 3DS. Um, not that I expect them to abandon it, but I'm starting to get worried about what's going to happen. Like, is my 3DS going to really matter in a couple of years? Like, the one that I bought at launch, is it going to be a thing that I'm going to use for, for, for five years? Or Probably not. I, 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 I kind of wanted to write a feature about it, but uh, it's becoming a little more apparent to me. I, I feel like the 3DS is going to end up being sort of like how the, three, or the, uh, the PSP was. Um, I guess last generation, if you want to call it that, although the 
PSP is still around, where there's lots of different iterations, and, you know, I mean, there, there's games for it, and people like it, but it's nowhere near the success the, the DS was. Yeah. Um, or even, you know, like Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. Having used the system for a while, what do you guys think about the um, the actual physical hardware on the, on the thing? It's, it's good. Like, there's no problems with the hardware, in my opinion. I kind of feel like it... I feel like the hardware feels kind of cobbled together. Like, I, I'm starting... I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but I don't feel like there was a very, like, consistent design philosophy behind the look and feel of the actual hardware itself. Like, part of them really, really wanted to stick as closely as they could to the, to the existing DS model. But right. I don't like I don't like the shiny, the shiny um, coating. Oh yeah, the, the I think the shiny's ugly. I think they'll go back to um to like matte eventually. Like and compared then, um, to like the DS Lite and, and and the DSi, which both felt very, um, I don't know the the design for both of those handhelds felt it just it just felt consistent. Like everything on, on, throughout the entire device felt like it was made by the same person or the same philosophy. Right. The 3DS like. I feel like parts of the parts of the handheld don't match up well with other parts of the handheld. I mean, I, I hate like the whole the form factor. I mean, I, I I hate the way it feels in my hands when I have to play games that use the um, the L or the R trigger or shoulder button. Those buttons I mean, feel like they don't feel well attached. Is that a good way of right. saying it? Yeah, and I mean, I I've mentioned it numerous times, but when I have to use those and the circle pad consistently, like my hands just begin to cramp up. It's like it's too small. And I, I agree with you. I think they, they try too hard to just stick to the same, you know, form factor of the DS. I don't know that it suits a system where you're using that many more buttons. I feel yeah. like the way I feel when I when I look at the 3DS is like the guy who was in charge, like the guy who was in charge of the team that designed the physical look of the hardware was fired like three quarters of the way through development, and they brought someone else in who didn't know what he was doing. The two-toneness <laughs> is a little weird, but other than that, I mean, I think it feels pretty fully formed. I don't know. I it's hard to really put words to what I'm even trying to explain. I just I I don't get that same feeling when I look at it that I got when I looked at the DS Lite and the DSi that this is a well-designed piece of hardware. And maybe maybe I'm projecting that based on the way the things performed so far in the market. I don't know. But it it doesn't feel quite as sturdy as as the Yeah, uh, absolutely the DS, it doesn't. The DS Lite and the DSi felt like I mean that that top screen is kind of wobbly when you open it a little bit. And, and I've had yeah. problems with my particular unit. Like, I have a little bit... I, I have what appears to be a smudge inside the screen on my top screen. <laughs> I've had my L button stop working, like, two or three times, and then it kind of right. comes back on a few a few days later, or a few hours later, depending on how well, much yeah, I mess with it. You, you kind of got a janky one. Yeah, there, so, but... I mean, that's part of it. And maybe that's part of it, too. It gets dusty really, really, really quickly, and that's part of the, you know, that's the fact that it's shiny, but... Alan, I'm, right. I'm trying not to, not to complain too much, and I'm failing at that because I am complaining a lot right now. But <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I, I read I, I read a few blog posts because of this hundred billion dollar yen, hundred billion yen loss. I read a couple of blog posts that sort of wax philosophical on the longevity of the handheld and what the future holds for the company, and I'm starting to get a little bit concerned that it's not all just doomsday talk that has no has no grounding in reality. Because you know, every company that was really successful thought they were invincible for a while after they were very successful because all their business decisions had been very well received for a while there. And, you know, 
Yeah, but I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, Nintendo's already kind of come back from that before. I mean, if you look like, at, at the N64 and the GameCube, I people, I think, uh, I guess, except for their handheld devices, kind of thought they were out of the console market. You know, like, I don't think anyone had much faith in Nintendo, but then the Wii came out, and it was a huge success. And, I mean, that, that came from them adapting and going with a different uh, audience and a whole different, uh, just, um, I don't know, like, idea and a whole different... Um, well, it seems like the 3DS the is definitely aimed at, like, the traditional Nintendo fan, but they have spent the last five years saying they don't want anything to do with that fan. Well, right. and mean, meanwhile, so. the, the, the system's alienated all the, the casual fans they've gotten from the, you yeah. know, just the DS. It, it, it's so bizarre that they went back to It that. would be I, great I if, it would probably be doing amazingly well if it was released five years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But it, it's just weird. It, the 3DS is just... I don't know. I don't know the philosophy behind it. it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit in with the Nintendo we knew a year ago. You know, it, it's very odd. You know what else doesn't yeah. fit in with that with that strategy is the Wii U. No, yeah, I, nothing. See, I don't know. Nothing that they've really done in the past twelve months has given me an incredible amount of confidence about people making the decisions. Like it just it just doesn't feel like. And I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't I shouldn't say too much because. I feel like I feel like I'm questioning the decision of people who have proven who have a proven track record, and I have no right to do it. But but here I am. I guess I don't know. I I I hope I'm wrong, but at this point, I don't really care if I'm wrong or not. I'm I own the I own the stupid product, so I'm stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, that's all the news we got for this week. So uh, let's. Let's wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, uh, let's uh, maybe in a segment in the future we'll discuss Nintendo's dark future. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Nintendo announces they're going out of the console business <laughs> and going third party. <laughs> Designing microwaves. This segment of connectivity, and I'm joined by our Euro- European correspondent, uh, Dan Koopman. Dan, how you doing? I'm pretty good tonight, thank you. Good. Uh, it's funny. I just recorded a segment with um, Danny in Japan, and it was like, I think it was like two in the morning when he recorded, and now we're recording at midnight for you. I, I feel kind of bad for all you uh, non-Americans <laughs> making you guys stay up late. Hey, it's just you saying non-Americans. <laughs> it's just us living in different parts of the world and enjoying ourselves. There you go. <laughs> and me just being rude and making you stay up rather than me get up early. Yeah. Although <laughs> my schedule is usually I'm still awake till like 2, so it's no worry, really. <laughs> All right. Well, perfect. So um, I've got Dan here because he had the uh, great pleasure of um, playing a whole bunch of Super Mario 3D Land uh, Ex- just a few days ago. Uh, it was a Monday, um, and I played through the entirety of the game. No oh, joke. Wow. 
Um, what ha- basically happened was, I was actually intended to play the newest build of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, um, which, surprisingly enough, come, the, both of those two games come out on the same day in Europe, so... Uh, yeah, that's good planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why didn't they spread that out? That's so weird. I have no idea. It comes out November... F- I mean, Super Mario 3D Land comes out on the 3rd in Japan, the 10th in America, and the 18th in Europe. So, yeah. Wow. Um, well, yeah. You're going you're gonna to have a busy day. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the thing is, though, I was there to play Zelda, but uh, the PR person was there... Well, we have this new build of Super Mario 3D Land, which is actually the full game. Do you want to play it? I was looking at Zelda. I was looking at Mario. I was saying, give me Mario. (laughs) Uh, No offense to Zelda fans. I know it's the 25th anniversary. I'm so, so sorry. But if I have to look at platforming and and, uh, action-adventure, I look at both sides and look, I will go with the platforming one. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Well, especially when you have the full game. I mean, yeah. you probably only get to play so much of Zelda. Yeah. But if you get to play the whole Mario, like, why not? Yeah. So, um, I guess for anyone who doesn't know, um, you know, this is the, the uh, like uh, Dan said here, it's coming out in November in uh, every region then. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it's developed by the same team who, who's worked on um, Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it's sort of a, a blend between uh, 2D Mario and uh, the th- you know the latest 3D Marios. Oh, absolutely. Um, there is more 3D than 2D, though. Um, okay. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And another thing that I've noticed, it leans more towards inspiration from the Mario Galaxy games, although it takes uh, the regular Mario approach, so no gravity involvement whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And... In some ways, it makes it better for it, but um, there are certainly some... It's less focused, on, for example, on the suits, but more on the basic platforming of Mario, which okay. I personally really like. It makes it really nice for an handheld experience, mm-hmm. um, because you don't want to make it too complex or too overcomplicated. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I guess that's one thing people maybe were kind of, you know, worried about in the beginning is that this would basically be just Mario Galaxy for the 3DS. But it sounds like it's, you know, it, it is inspired by that, but it sounds like it's, you know, it's its own Mario game. Yeah. Um, but since it's, uh, this one actually kind of collides with my preview article, which hopefully should come on Thursday when also my embargo ends, or maybe yes. after, um... I can reveal some things, and maybe it's interesting to talk about that first, because I have a sheet here, which is uh, my embargo sheet for actually preview material. Okay. Um, and I'm actually allowed from that point on to talk about some very interesting things. Okay, great. You know, it's actually kind of funny. Um, I've kind of been keeping myself in the dark about this game. Like, I didn't want to know too much about it since it's coming out so soon. But here I am hosting the segment where you're going to just pretty much <laughs> reveal a lot. But that's okay. I, I don't. I, I'll, I'll, I'll suck it up. <laughs> okay. Um. So we're gonna start with a few big ones because this will happen after the game is finished. So. What will happen is that you will unlock the first of eight bonus worlds. Okay. 
So that makes in total the game 16 worlds. Oh wow. And these harder these harder challenge worlds are based uh, with harder challenges, time attacks and even new levels. So there's a mix of everything and thrown in between. Um I can talk about every launch um or challenge, sorry, challenge level in detail. Uh, I'm afraid, but I can tell you, for example, that you will see a return of Cosmic Mario from the Mario Galaxy games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will have the opportunity to unlock uh, Luigi as a playable character. Okay, great. I was I was hoping that was the case. <laughs> yeah. And you will see the return, and I'm not going to tell you where it happens or how it happens, but you will see the return of Tanuki Statue Mario. Oh, nice! So you can turn into the uh, into the statue. Yeah, at some point. I'm not allowed to talk in detail about how it happens or where you can find him, but he is unlockable in the bonus worlds. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, so these bonus worlds sound like they're almost like the um, the challenge comets for Mario Galaxy, but instead of just randomly appearing, they're just all in their own worlds. It's not like World S, where they were just like in a gigantic circle where you have to collect those coins. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have to collect coins, and those are like free per level. Um, and in every level available, basically. Um, but to get to the... Because even the bonus worlds have um, just a sort of a boss time attack level. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of it, you have need to collect a certain amount of star coins to get to that bonus level, and by finishing the boss level, you get to the next bonus world. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that I have seen every bonus world in this game, because the later ones... I'll, I will just say blatantly, from World 2 it becomes already really tough. <laughs> like, these are really hard challenges, but um, the good thing about those bonus worlds is that you can do uh, can do these at your own leisure. So you don't mm. have to take um, the same path that you would do in the normal game, that you have to play level after level after level. You can actually skip levels and come back to them later. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's basically what you get after finishing the game, uh, which is a lot. Um, and it's much bigger than people even might expect. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, though, um, I think there are some some simple yet effective issues with the game. Like, I found the boss battles through the game up to the final, so the, for, in Worlds 1 to 7. Mm-hmm. They weren't that impressive. Um, the reason... It, it, I was going to say, in terms of difficulty, or just... Design? They use them again. Like, they use them multiple times, the same three bosses. Oh, okay. Which is a bit of a downer for me. Like, the levels up to them are pretty fun. Like, Mm -hmm. they are one of the most interesting ends of uh, Mario Worlds I've ever played. Mm -hmm. But the payoff, like the bosses, are very disappointing. Really? Yeah. You know, I I don't know if it's just this kind of team in general or just the approach they've taken, but I kind of find felt the same way even in the Galaxy games. I always felt like the levels were great, but I always thought the bosses were just you know sort of easy and and not not very challenging. 
but here is not really the the thing that are not easy or challenging. Um, it, it depends really on the player in these instances. But the thing is, is that they're kind of repetitive, mm-hmm. and you will see bosses maybe twice or even three times, um, which is rather a disappointment on uh, for the rest. Very fun Mario game. Right. Do do they change at all, or is it just pretty much the same boss fight like three times? Mm, they change it up a little by changing up the environments. Okay. Um, but I will leave it at that. And I think you already know two of them, which are the fake Bowser and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the spinning Koopa. Mm-hmm. But there's a third one, um, which I'm not. I'm let's leave that one. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that one. Okay, that's fine. Um, but um, I have to say the final again. I'm not gonna review anything about the final boss in the game. But it's fantastic. It's it. It feels very Mario Galaxy like, and that for a handheld experience is amazing. Um, I never felt so fulfilled after completing an ending because I would tell you the ending. The ending boss fight uh, against Bowser is pretty tough. Okay. Yeah. And you will fail the first time, no question, because you will go the wrong way. um, And it will take a very different approach than you might expect. Um, But it was a lot of fun. Okay. And and that's, that's my main thing of it. I would never have completed the game in one day if it wasn't this much of fun. Well, I was, I was going to ask. I mean, even even loving Mario, I would imagine it had to have been hard to just sit and and play through the whole game in one sitting without getting sick of it. But it sounds like you're saying, I mean, it was so much fun that it was no problem at all. For me, it wasn't a curse at all. It wasn't... Um, I have this had multiple times where I just get sick of a game after playing just an hour or two. I never get enough of Mario. And I played Mario that day for, let's say, ten hours. Wow. <laughs> and and it, that's not only just um, the regular game, that's also the bonus content, and we're playing a few of my favorite levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, some of my favorite levels, I think I like them because they're more expanded versions of what we saw, for example, Mario Galaxy 2. Like, there is a first... Have you, have you completed Mario Galaxy 2? Yes, but it, it's been a, a little while since I've played it. But I, I did play through the whole okay. thing, yeah. Uh, you know that there was, like, uh, a rhythmic block challenge in the game where the blocks would uh, change every second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where some would disappear and when some would appear, yeah. Yeah. Um, that challenge is back, uh, but now it has three colors and it becomes a bit more harder. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And there's even a challenge level based around that. So there's a normal... Slightly harder level and a challenge <laughs> level, which is really rough. <laughs> in the challenge level, is it just faster, or did they even throw in like another color? Um, you just or have can you one. Say? You have just one brief second to do it in the challenge level. Oh wow! It's all about your momentum, and right? And even each challenge levels have these um, medals, and you have to collect them to get to also to the bonus worlds. So you have to, and. The thing is, you also have to collect them for the normal game because there, in each world, there is a, a bonus level to collect. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, 
it, maybe people saw this in the trailers, but uh, there was this um, moving platform where there were two switches on the other side, yeah, and with that you would go left and right through the level on these rails. Okay. Um, there's a basically a whole challenge level based around this simple mechanic. And that actually was in the early parts of the game, and that was the first level I had really big problems with. Um, and with the few mechanics they have, with the few suits they have, they do a lot. Like with the propeller Mario, um, how do you call it actually? I don't know. If it's is it a suit? Is it a, is it um, a body part that Mario wears? I'm not sure how to call it. <laughs> but uh, with the propeller, um, there is actually a level where the platforms are so far apart that you really have to use the 3D to look at your distance and time for example you jumps on a couple of Goombas and when mm -hmm. you do that you will fail very miserably which is uh, not fun <laughs> no I wouldn't think so so yeah it, that, it sounds... that was one more of the frustrating levels of the game as well um, well that was something I was going to ask you about too um, in terms of just technically playing the game it was how it felt in your hands and, and how the 3D was was implemented um, the 3D, I would say, I would say this about it, um, you know how Star Fox 64 3D is now claimed to be the one of the best 3D? Right, it's sort of the, the best example of what, of what the 3D can do, yeah. Um, Super Mario 3D Land takes it and puts a spin around it that's more enjoyable and it's actually required for some puzzles. So, they actually give it the, the idea of 3D gaming and the idea of general more death than it actually needs to be, but it makes it so much more fun. Okay, so yeah, it, it sounds like it is, it's sort of uh, central to the gameplay then, that it, yeah. it's important. And, and this, it, it, this is, again, as well, I usually, I'm not fond of the 3D, I usually put it off because I don't think for most games I've played on the 3DS at this point, it doesn't change too much. Right, I agree. Um, but what I've played of Mario 3D Land, I've played it for most of the time actually in 3D. Okay. And there's just one point where I got so frustrated in level, which is a later part of the game, so I possibly won't name that. But it got so frustrating to me that I thought, maybe I should just put the 2D off, and in the end it didn't do anything for me, so I put the 3D back on and actually <laughs> eventually finished the level. So... There you go. And maybe that's another thing. Just like similar to New Super Mario Bros. Wii and maybe the first Galaxy and to some extent Mario Galaxy 2, the normal part of the game is not too challenging. There are some tricky parts, but um, most people will able to make it. I'm sure of that. But uh, mm -hmm. certainly towards the end, it became a little frustrating. Right. Another thing I'm talk allowed to talk about now, actually, is Boomerang Mario. Oh, yeah, yeah, that just recently came out, yeah. Yeah, which uh, was recently revealed, I think, on a Japanese website. I'm not sure about that, actually. Um, but I had the chance to play it for the first time. Um, so Mario can ju just throw one boomerang, and you can attack enemies with it from a distance. You can actually collect star coins with it. It can collect items for you. Oh, okay, that's yeah. cool. But um, you can only throw one at a time. It has to come back to you to throw another one. Okay. 
So that's the only tricky part about it. But it becomes really handy to attack enemies from a distance that you actually don't really want to encounter. <laughs> um, one question I had about power-ups in general is, um, in the Galaxy games, you know, when you picked up a power-up, you had a timer with it, and you basically only used it in that level. And it was really just to sort of solve puzzles. Um, in this game, is it more like traditional Mario's where you pick up a power and you just keep it until you get hit? Like, yeah, do you carry it from level to level? Yeah, it's more of the New Super Mario Brothers approach, yeah. Okay, so you do. So if you get the boomerang power, you can keep it from level to level yeah. until you get hit. The only okay. thing that will go away is perhaps the special uh, silver-colored um, Tanuki power-up, which you will get if you fail a level a couple of times. Oh, okay. Which is a pretty interesting power-up, because you will still play the level. Um, you can still collect all the star coins and still reveal all the secrets, but you are immune to lava, to not really lava, to um, fire coming up, to uh, bullet bills coming up, and old enemies coming up. Um, which allows you to focus on the platforming and seeing all these secrets, rather than making you worry about all the enemies that you encounter right. in the game. So that's you, maybe fun for younger players as well. I was going to say, and you said you get that if you die a few times? Yeah, like fi okay. five times, I think. Five times. Okay, so it is. So it's kind of their, you know, I know Nintendo's big on helping players out who are stuck. So that seems like their way of kind of making a, levels easier. I think it's a better way to replace the Super Guide. Yes. Um, yeah. Because you effectively let people play the game still. But at the other hand, you help them just a little bit to continue. Right, and it makes sense because it, it lets you focus on the platforming, which is the important part. So, you know, it lets them still get practice and get better at the at the running and the jumping, which makes all the difference. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, well, that, that's actually really neat then. Yeah. Um, the final thing I'm I'm allowed to additional review today is how StreetPass works. Oh, okay. Um, so, through the worlds, there are these secret boxes. Um, there are just a few for the normal game and a few in the bonus worlds. Um, these ones allow you to get items, get coins, and also sometimes even star coins. There was one secret box in the normal game where I got even two, which was pretty nifty. Um, <laughs> but there is a restriction. You have to collect those items yourself, and there's only 10 seconds on the clock. Mm. And once you come, once the timer is up, that secret box is gone. You can't go back to it anymore. It's gone forever. Okay. Um, what Street Pass allows you to do is get an additional secret box. That's okay. basic. That's that's the basic gus basic gus of it. You get an additional secret box for your collection. Oh, okay. Which is um, you can save them up so you can use them later and perhaps um, in a certain situation that you are now the small Mario and you just finished the level and you don't have any power-ups, what should you do? Um, you use the secret box, um, hopefully get an item, sometimes get something else, maybe just enough coins to get an additional life. But mm -hmm. it's... Um, I think it's rather nifty to have in the game. Okay, so they just sort of... Now, how do they pop up in the levels normally, the secret boxes? You hit a switch, and then you have to find it in the 10 seconds, you were saying? or No, they are on, actually on the world map. Um, oh, okay. Uh, they are a few spread out the world map. I think six or seven, I believe, um, in total, which is a pretty small amount. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, um, 
that's what the secret boxes do. You have one shot, you can do it one time, but after that, it's all depending on you, on you finding people who have Super Mario 3D Land for Street Boss. Okay, and then that, that lets you get more of them. Yeah. Okay, wow, that's pretty neat. Also, on the world map are the Toad Houses, which, surprisingly enough, don't contain any sort of mini-game to play. Um, you just have... When you actually walk towards the Toad House, which I find pretty charming, actually, you could say. <laughs> but um, next to that, you just walk in the house, uh, collect the power-up, and leave again. Oh, okay, so kind, of, so kind of like in um, Mario 3, the ones where you would just open a chest and, and take the item. So there's no matching game anymore, or they get, like in, um, in New Super Mario Bros. Wii, and there's no like Extra Life minigame or anything. You just go in and get your item and, and leave. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, but I'm just surprised. I mean, I guess maybe playing single player, they just thought that that might slow things down, or maybe that just wouldn't be as fun with just one person. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, another thing, people have perhaps seen um, the little art you see in the intro of Super Mario 3D Land with the picture of Princess Peach being captured. Uh, mm -hmm. The very cartoony look. Those pictures can actually move, and these can be collected through a special, well, collected, you can save them to an SD card, um, through a special house on, um, and somewhere on the world map. Um, there, I think in one of the earlier worlds, there is, um, it unlocks a special toad house, where you can look at these uh, moving pictures, mm -hmm. and total there are like 12. Um, and those can be saved to an SD card and um, view that later in your album as well. Oh, okay, like your album on the uh, on the 3DS. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you and you get actually one per world. So after you come uh, complete the boss, Mar there's a little cutscene with Mario collecting the letter, which is sometimes very um, funny to see. Um, and Sometimes you see even Princess Peach doing something useful for a change. <laughs> and otherwise, sometimes others, it's just very, very lovely and charming. It's um, You will see something very cool to see in your album, for sure. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I mean, did you have anything you want to close with or any final thoughts? Or I think... What people should keep in mind for Mario 3D Land, it's bigger than they think, and I just told them. Um, it's not like the normal 8 worlds and you're done with it. It's a full Mario experience like Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2. Um, so nothing different than new, than, than very different from the new Super Mario Bros. approach, and slightly better than the Mario Galaxy approach. And the thing that I expanded on that makes it a bit better, Maybe the controls are a bit getting used to, like, you have to get used to the various camera angles. Mm -hmm. But overall, I would say that this is the 3DS game you should keep in mind. Okay, so it might be the uh, the definitive 3DS game to this point, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, uh, thanks a lot for joining me, Dan. And, no uh, problem. Th thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be right back.
right, and we're about to start another round of NWR Connectivity Jeopardy. I'm oh, your host Jeopardy. and reigning champion, Neil Ronahan. <laughs> and with me yeah, is my yeah, lovely yeah. co-host, Scott Vanna White Thompson. Always an and honor, our That's contestants the wrong show. This time. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> and our contestants this time, we have Andy Gergen. What's up? Mike Sklenz. Zachary Miller. And Yo. Pedro Hernandez. Woohoo! <laughs> Jeopardy only so, has three contestants. We have four. Eat it, yeah, Trebek. We're, we're better than it. <laughs> we are hardcore. Um, so let's 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 get let's kick this into gear with single Jeopardy. And the categories are potent quotables, he's the boss, furries, and Super Mario RPG. Furries. Furries, oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> since Pedro is the guest, uh, he will be able to go first. So Pedro, pick a category and a numerical value, 100 through 500. I'll take Super Mario RPG for 100. All right. The answer is, this possessed doll is actually an alien who crashed through the Star Road. <coughs> Pedro. Who is Gino? That is correct. All right. And, um, Pedro, you have the board. Uh, pick another category. I think I'm going to regret this, but I'll take furries for 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before the events of Star Fox... The Star Fox team was made up of James McCloud and these two characters. <coughs> Pedro. Uh, who are Peppy Hair and Big Man Dengar? That wow. is correct. Damn. Pedro, the board is Impressive. yours. Uh, can you repeat the other categories, please? Potent quotables and he's the boss. So potent quotables are quotes from games and he's the boss are uh, related to male bosses. Okay, I'll take his the boss for 100. All right, Scott, all you. Yes, that is me. Okay, so for 100. This notable Resident Evil villain has appeared in numerous games and wears totally bitchin' sunglasses. Hey, okay, Mike, go ahead. Who is Wesker? Yes, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Albert Wesker, but yeah, that'll work. All right, so that gives you 100. And then the board is yours. I will take He's the Boss for 200. All right. This mousy character threw bombs and wore sunglasses in Super Mario Bros. 2. All right, Andy. Who is Wart? Oh. Uh, no. Oh, uh, shit. Who is after Andy? Looks like Pedro. Who is Mouser? Yes. Ah. <laughs> I got excited when some said Mario. I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to buzz in. I wasn't sure. All right. And then, uh, okay, well, Pedro, the, uh, the board's yours. All right. I'll take Ferris to for 200. All right. Recent release Solo <laughs> to Robo, which features anthropomorphic animals out the ass, was published by Nintendo in Europe, Exceed in North America, and this company in Japan. Ooh. Zach? I don't know, Nintendo? Nope, that is nope. incorrect. Also, that wasn't in the form of a question. <laughs> oh, you're right. Well, you kind of said, I don't know, Nintendo? Pedro? <laughs> Pedro? Who is CyberConnect? Uh, that's the developer, not the publisher. So, in oh. incorrect. 
Um, I guess <laughs> it was Namco Bandai. Mm. Wow. That was the 200-point question? <laughs> Jesus. Did you listen to the last, the last to game's me. Final Jeopardy, Mike? Yeah, Zach <laughs> completely ruined us. <laughs> um, Pedro, the board is still yours. I'll take his that boss for 300. 300. All right, That's the Daily Double. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. All right, so... Um, well, someone refresh me. I'm not sure the rules of Daily Double. <laughs> um, you, can, you can bet Pedro up can to bet how up much to you thousand. have. Oh, Pedro yeah. has a thousand. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's up to how much you have or a thousand. Yeah. If you don't oh, okay. Have a thousand. Well, Pedro, right now you have $200, or you can bet up to a thousand, it sounds like. <laughs> I'm going to play safe and bet 100. 100? Okay. And then here's the answer. This weirdly quaint coupling is modeled after a deaf mu- musician. This weirdly quaffed coupling oh, is modeled after a deaf musician, not death. I said death. <laughs> okay, I heard death. Who is Louis Van Koopa? Yep, that's right. That is correct. Yay! Alright. Hmm. Real quick here before Pedro moves on, we'll get a, a scoring update for everybody. Uh, Pedro I don't hear this. is in the lead with 300 NWR bucks. Uh, <laughs> and- Andy is at negative 200. Lame. Mike is at 100, Yay. and Zach is at negative 200. Right. And Pedro, the board is yours. Uh, I'll take Furby's for 400. All right. 400? Yeah. In Banjo-Tooie, this type of animal, named Bottles in the game, was killed in the opening scene. Mike. No, what is damn a badger? Um, I have Mole. But yeah, mole. I don't know, so that's wrong. I mean, I took a guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't like banjo games. But I thought I knew it. I get All that right. one. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'll get. I'll give it to Zach because I kind of ruined it. Because I was just like, mole and badgers are similar. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, they're not. Yeah, you. Pro- no, they're not. And you probably shouldn't go and telling people what the answer is like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I was wrong, but right. Zach also said mole before I even finished it. So. Give it to Zach. All right, That's we'll give it to Zach. You said, okay. <laughs> Zach, the board is yours. Awesome. Let's go with uh, Super Mario RPG, baby. All for right. Whatever for, the for next, what? whatever the next number is. All right, for two hundred Super Mario RPG, Yoko Shimomura was the composer of Super Mario RPG. What other Mario series did she score, or she also scored this Mario series? <coughs> Pedro. What is Mario and Luigi? I should have known. Like, I, I didn't know that Pedro was going to be in this uh, and how piss-easy that one would be because you wrote <laughs> that spotlight on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Pedro, the board is yours. Uh, Pedro's running away with this thing. I know. Okay, I'll take Super Mario PG for 300. All right. The villainous Booster resembles what now famous character who headlines two different series of games? Zach. Wario. Not in the form of a question. <laughs> Who is Wario? <laughs> we're not. We're not too strict about that, but we prefer right, it. Zach, so get your act the, ba- the board is yours. <laughs> oh, Sweet. God. Let's go with the. Uh, let's try and get rid of the whole furry category. All right. Um. Three hundred or five hundred. Three hundred. All right. Conker's Bad Fur Day was the antithesis to most furry friend games. He bounced on the boobs of what type of flower, or this type of flower? <laughs> Pedro. What? 
What is a sunflower? That is correct. Pedro, the board is yours, and you're kicking ass. I don't know that. I'm surprised you don't know that, Zach. (laughs) I I didn't like that game. I think that game's awesome. I agree. All right. Okay, uh, to finish out the furries, uh, take furries for 500. Okay. Cream the Rabbit and her pal Cheese debuted in this Game Boy Advance series. (coughs) Pedro. (laughs) I know that. What is Sonic Advance 2? Yes. And you could have just said Sonic Advance. I thought just Sonic Advance 2 would be too tough, but apparently not for you. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that somewhere in my head. All right. Uh, Before we move on, let's get a scoring update. Uh, We have Pedro Pedro at at 1,300. (laughs) Andy's still holding strong at negative 200. Yep. Mike's still in the green with 100. And Zach has moved up to 500. Sweet. All right, Pedro, the board is yours. All right, I'll take the quotes one for 100. Okay. Oh, finally. All right, so I'll read you the quote, and you have to tell me what what game it's from. The specific game exactly. from the series. Not the character. Right, the, the game. Okay, the game. All right. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. <laughs> Looks like Andy. The Legend of Zelda? Which uh, game? Yeah, we got to be more specific. Ocarina of Time? Uh, Mike, you're next. Um, what is Twilight Princess? Uh, no, incorrect. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was Ocarina. Zach, you're up next. <laughs> Link to the Past. Correct. That is correct. Awesome. All right, here, hold on real quick. Okay. All right, and then the board's yours, Zach. Is there anything left in uh, Mario RPG? I think so. Yes, there are two left in Mario RPG. Oh, there's no, uh, we're done. 500. No, no, we've got uh, 400 and 500. 400. Yeah, 400 and 500 left in Mario RPG. We have two, 400 and 500 left in... Neil, you are falling way behind. <laughs> bosses. Am I lagging? You are. I already said oh. 400. Oh, okay. I could have just missed it. 400. Um, the Power Rangers were parodied by this group of villains after the Barrel Volcano. Mike. Who are the Axum Rangers? That is correct. All right, Mike. Let's finish out Mario RPG. Okay. This weapon and armor combo gotten after acquiring legendary seed and fertilizer is among the strongest in the game. Zach. Lazy Shell. What is the Lazy Shell? There you go. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Soon we're going to start getting strict about that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, All right. We got got four left in quotables and two uh, left in he's the boss. Okay. All right. Say Fuzzy Pickles. Oh, come on. What? Really? <laughs> really? I'm offended. Really? I was going to make this the 100 one. Okay, Zach. Zach's going for it. Mario and Luigi. No. Superstar Sega. No? Well, no. <laughs> I thought it might have been what that photographer wrong, says. You lose points for a wrong answer, right? Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Uh, what is Earthbound? Yeah. The funny thing is that, Zach, you making the Mario and Luigi comment, is that I asked Carl today for, like, I need another one for the quote thing, and he said, say Fuzzy Pickles and I have Fury were the two, and I like the Fuzzy Pickles one better. All right, uh, real quick, scoring update. Uh, Pedro's still at 1,300. 
Andy, uh, Andy at negative 300. Uh, Mike is up to 400. And Zach is at 900. Sweet. Well, I like it. Make me look bad over here. And uh, the board is still yours, Zach. You make yourself look bad. (laughs) Go ahead, Zach. Whose turn is it? Oh, it's me? Okay. Uh, Quotables again. Okay. Next number. For 300? Okay. Sure. All right, here we go. Did you think a little thing like the end of the world would be enough to do me in? Really? Okay, Andy. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI slash three. Correct. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> Andy, Andy, you're at zero, things, right? Not enough to like answer. To, to be confident, right? Can we get a cat- <laughs> yeah. can we get a category update? Okay. Um, in potent quotables, we have four hundred left as well as five hundred. In... I'm the same, and he's the boss. I'll okay, take yes. he's the boss oh, yeah, for the boss uh, for four hundred. For four hundred. Okay. Godan is a boss in Wind Waker that is similar to this alliterative precursor from Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay, good. Mike, then, go ahead. Who is Queen Goma? Uh, incorrect. Could you read the question again? Sure. Uh, Godan is a boss in Wind Waker that is similar to this alliterative precursor from Ocarina of Time. A hard time I'm with sorry, that. I'm an English major. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Uh, alliterative. Come I on. know what the alliterative means. <laughs> um, and, I, I know who it, I'm looking at it I, in my head. I just don't know who it is. Uh, who is Bongo Bongo? Oh, oh, then I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then uh, who just picked? Was that you, Zach? Or was that, no, it was that you, was, Andy, wasn't no, it? No, it was Mike. All right, go ahead, Andy. Oh, Andy. Um, I'll take uh, quotables for 400. All right. Okay, here we go. Hey, McLeod. Different time, different planet, and you still need Falco's help. Zach. This is a trick question. Star Fox Crap Adventures? Dinosaur Crap? <laughs> um, yeah. That's pretty close. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> All right. He, he did in, in the form. No, did you even do it in the form right. of a question? Falco's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, the board's yours. Uh, let's finish off quotables for five. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Samus took her clothes off. Is that seriously a quote? Yeah, that's a quote. Wow. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, really what is Super Smash Brothers Brawl? Who says it? Um, I think it's it was Snake. Okay, says that's it. what I thought. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I knew it was him or Pikachu. Dirty uh, <laughs> All right, we got we got one question left. All right, five hundred, and he's the boss. Here's the final Let's question. Do it. This Kirby Superstar boss was quite the dense shellfish. Boop, boop, boop. They have names? What is Heavy Lobster? Didn't even know they had names. <laughs> what is Tree Who Shoots Things Like Apples <laughs> in his face? Wispy Willows. Wispy fucking Wispy Woods. Willows. Oh, Wispy Willow. Willows. Wispy right. Woods and Day to Day are the only ones who have names. Meta Knight. So, okay, oh, well, man, that, no, that yeah. brings us to the end of round one. Uh, let's get the, uh, the scores here. Pedro, 1,300. Andy, zero. Woo! Way to go, Andy. Mike, <laughs> Mike, zero. And Zach, 1,300. So we have a tie Damn. with the two leads. Wow. We, have yeah. tie at 400, <laughs> we have a tie at 1,300 and then a tie for second place at nothing. <laughs> wow. Not bad. Brilliant. There's no negatives. You're doing better than Nintendo's oh, profits. Go, Andy. 
Go me and you. All right. All right. You know, you wouldn't so, think this, but do you guys know that the very first time we ever did trivia at Planet GameCube, I won the very first trivia? Nice. <laughs> and I'm awesome. sucking at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Neil, All right. You shall, we, us? shall we move on, on to Double Jeopardy? Yes. Do you, is this the part where you introduduce us and like? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So, uh, <laughs> yeah! Why, why didn't well, you go around the cast? Mike, <laughs> Mike, you already talked about how you won the first radio trivia ever. How does it feel to, you know, be here? What is that like? Ten years after after the first radio trivia, maybe even longer. Not well, probably about ten years. Yeah, damn. I joined staff in '02, so and I was did that before I joined the staff. Anyway. <laughs> Um, let's move That's on. That's a thrilling so Pedro. answer. <laughs> Pedro, you're from Puerto Rico. That's cool. <laughs> Did, I am? I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. And Andy, you're having a kid in like a month. <gasps> really? <laughs> your life will soon be over. Don't yeah. get you don't don't get used to me being on the podcast, FYI listeners. <laughs> uh, I'm about to take a leave of absence for uh, as long as this kid keeps crying. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we will never see Andy again. I exactly. say, so look, look forward to Andy in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope your kid doesn't turn out like Steve Jobs. Motherfucker cried all the time. <laughs> It's in the book. I'm reading it right now. He cries at the drop of a hat. It's <laughs> more, more Mike trivia. He likes Apple. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach. Um, hey. You like boobs. Dude, do I ever. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> Man. Man, I like boobs. <laughs> but they have to be they have to be kind of a like a certain proportion, you know. Or else it's just weird. Like, well, exactly. Like, like that Watchmen girl, she doesn't need to wear a bra. I mean, really, she's just wasting her money. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm saying. But her mom, it. hell yeah. Zach likes it where the boobs are about 60% of the body. <laughs> also a figurine size on his desk. Yes. And my so wife looks Jeopardy. like Power Girl. <laughs> double Jeopardy, then, yep. yes. Let's All right, on. here are the categories. And we now, have to move uh, we on go from up to boobs? 200, 400, 600, 800, and 1,000 for each Is category. Is boobs a category? <laughs> no. Um, furries oh. was the closest you'll get. <laughs> um, we have mother and after, relating to, uh, you know, Earthbound. Which is based, based on the fuzzy sports pickles. Game. <laughs> yeah. Arcade sports games, peripheral oh. factoids, Ooh. and launch games. Hmm. Okay. Um, Doesn't the um, last place person usually go first? Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Andy because he hasn't been in the positive yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna go with launch games for 200. All right. This city building game was a launch title for the SNES in North America. That looks like Andy. Uh, what, what is SimCity? Correct. Welcome to the positive. Me on my screen. Let's go Yay! with launch games for 200. <laughs> Whatever's next. Okay. Clear it. There we go. In Japan, the GameCube only launched... Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. In Japan, the GameCube only launched with three games. This game was the only non-Nintendo-made game. What is Super Monkey Ball? Correct. I'm glad I didn't get the first thing, because I thought it was something else. <laughs> I did, too. All right. And go ahead, Pedro. I'll take... Uh... 
Launch titles for 600. Okay. Alright. This company had the most titles available for the North American launch of the 3DS. Mike. Who is Ubisoft? Correct. It's always Ubisoft. <laughs> it is. I was tempted to Rayman launch shit ever. Possibly but... can. Okay, um, let's close out launch games. All right, well, we've still got two more launch games. Oh, then 800. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Then, then, then I want peripherals for 200, then. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see how it is. All right. This, oh, wait, do we, do we have this? Hold on. This highly publicized Nintendo 64 add-on never made it out of Japan. 64DD. That is correct. Bullshit peripheral. Board is yours. And uh, what is the 64DD? Shut up, yeah. Andy. No, <laughs> How's it feel to be on the positive side, Andy? <laughs> feeling pretty good about myself. Feeling, pr- feeling pretty positive right now. <laughs> you, have money, you have money to wager with in Final Jeopardy, right. so you're looking good. That's right. Uh, I'll take um, the peripheral thing for whatever the next value is. <laughs> All right. This many games were included with the Super Scope. Mike. What are six? Correct. Yes. Damn. Super Scope six. Yep, yep. All right, All right let's Mike, take what is yours? peripherals for, what is it, 800 is next? Uh, 600. No, six, 600. eight, and a thousand. Oh, okay, then 600. This is the Daily Double. All right, how much are you going to wager? You have a thousand, so you can wager up to a thousand, I guess. Make it a true daily double, Mike. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> you could take the lead. Uh, what's who? Yeah, let me, who's in the lead? Real quick, let me give you a scoring update. Pa- yeah. Pedro it's at not 7, Andy. Yeah, Pedro at 1,700, Andy at 200, Mike at 1,000, and Zach at 1,500. Oh, shit. <laughs> <sighs> well, I get to answer it myself. I'll wager 500. Okay. Okay. Here is the answer. This Nintendo series had the most games with Game Boy printer support. It's a series? Yes. What is Pokemon? That is correct. And that Mike, one. the board is Okay, cut out. he cut out. It, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, yes! <laughs> so oh, it was that? Yeah, I know. What's the special? <laughs> I thought, maybe, I, was, I, thought maybe I cut out. Are you there, Neil? Yes. Okay, yeah, you cut off for a second. <laughs> I think Mike's heart stopped. So it was right. <laughs> you were right. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, Pokemon. You were right. All, All right. right. So I'll, now I will take peripherals for, what's the next, eight? 800. Yes. Okay. Earlier forms of this cable had to be altered to work with a later form of a Nintendo portable. Uh, Mike. What is the link cable for Game Boy Advance? Um, be more specific. Can you repeat the question? Earlier forms of this cable had to be altered to work with a later form of a Nintendo portable. Oh, what is the System Link cable? Sorry. Yes, yes. Correct. I see what you mean there. What, by the way, you could also call it, what is the connectivity cable? Yeah. Ah. yeah. We were fishing for it. <laughs> yeah, because I actually, I had an instance with this where uh, I had it, I, I had a, a Game Boy Advance fat, and then I was playing Crystal Chronicles with someone, and I had one of the cables for that, and I had to actually, like, saw off the sides of it to get it to fit. Wow. Although, Hold on, that... I'm taking off my pants. <laughs> Uh-oh, sex getting serious. All right, Mike, the board is yours. Well, let's close out <laughs> peripherals for a 1,000. Okay, Zach, Zach, are you ready? Oh, that's better. All right. 
These two Nintendo 64 games were re-released in Japan in 1997 with Rumble Pack support. <coughs> Pedro. What are Waveway 64 and Super Mario 64? Correct. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I never knew that before today. Got one of those. <laughs> Yeah, All right, um, Pedro, the board is yours. And there was a lot of puns, uh, too. Uh, can you guys repeat the categories again? Mother sure. and actually, after. Real, real quick before we do that, let me just give you a quick score update. Uh, okay. Pedro, Pedro's at 2,700. Oh, my God. Yay. That one just shot him straight up there. Andy's, <laughs> at, Andy's at 200. Yep. Mike's at 2,300. And Zach mm. is at 1,500. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> could be worse that. All right, and here's here's what we got left. <laughs> we have Mother and After, Arcade Sports Games, and we have, um, I believe we have three left in launch games, two left in launch games, 800 and 1,000. The other two are completely open. Right. I'll take launch titles for 800. Okay. <clears throat> this Activision published series was available on launch date for three different Nintendo systems. Looks like Pedro. I think I went to screw this one, but I think it's the Tony Hawk series. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. You guys won't believe it. I was on the tape in my mouth, but then I was saying, that might be wrong, but I got to risk it. The board's yours, Pedro. I'm going to finish the launch titles for 1,000. All right. Mario Kart missed the GBA launch. This kart racer, however, didn't. <coughs> Pedro. Jesus Christ. What is crazy, Konami Crazy Racer? Correct. I knew that one. I knew that one because that was my launch title for the GP. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Pedro, you are incredible. <laughs> I mean, I am, I'm literally thank blown you, away. Not <laughs> over All yet. Right. Uh, so that that closes out launch games. Um, all scores remain the same except for Pedro, who's now at forty five hundred. <laughs> putting my pants back on. You, Pedro, you can pretty much stop now, and I think you'd win. I like how Pedro has everyone else combined. <laughs> That's he has more than everyone else combined. <laughs> yeah, every, can we pull? Okay, if, uh, if it ends like this in Vital Jeopardy, can we? The rest of us pull off. <laughs> Yeah, let me give everyone else just since I hate Pedro. Andy, 200. Yep. Mike, 2,300. And Zach, 1,500. Bringing everyone to a grand total of, uh, oh wait, no. Yeah, to 40, 400. So yeah, so, so Pedro still has more than everybody. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, Pedro, the board's yours. I'll take a case post titles for what? For 200. Alright. Do we have the, uh, the board wiped? Cool. This arcade sports game from Ubisoft was repped by Pele and by all accounts was awful. Zach. Oh my god, why did I buzz in? Um, <laughs> shit, Pele's soccer academy of shit. Ooh, you're shit. calling Neil. Give it one more world. Pele. Nah, that's not good enough, Zach. Oh. That's wrong. Mike, did, did you want did it someone next? Someone else buzz in? No. Okay, why'd you buzz? <laughs> I'll, I'll take a stab at it. All right, go, go ahead, Andy. Academy of Champions? Correct. Oh. That is correct. Yay. Right, so I was going to go for, like, MLS Kicks with a Z <laughs> or something at the end of it. 
That game uh, sucked so hard, too. You were, you were so close, Zach. You had Academy, and I was like, just give one more word. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that I think I used to call it Academy of, of like, just shit. <laughs> well, that was like an old close. newscast. That was like an old newscast running theme was how much you hated that game. Yeah, we talked about it like I was five looking forward to it so much. Yeah, and then I just dis- like I played it and I was just like, oh my god, everything is terrible. I'm gonna quit this. <laughs> fuck games journalism. All right, we're heading back to launch games. What's the next value on launch games? I think we finished out. all of them. Yeah, that's it's all done. done. Oh, sadness. Okay, so, arcade, arcade sports for what? Four hundred. Uh, it's the yeah. daily double. So I have four hundred right now. Yeah, but you can you also wager up to a thousand. Bet um, it all, Andy. <laughs> I'll bet five hundred. Okay. Okay. The answer is stereotypes are racist. However, this stereotype-heavy GameCube game was wonderful. So wonderful, in fact, it was ported to Xbox and PS2. No one buzzes in. This is just for Andy. All oh, right. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Can you read the question one more time? Stereotypes are racist. However, this stereotype-heavy GameCube game was wonderful. So wonderful, in fact, it was ported to Xbox and PlayStation 2. Um, arcade sports? Dude, Neil talks about it all the time. <laughs> oh, um, Sega Soccer Slam. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like that game. I, think I, I love that game. Exactly I think it's the greatest arcade one. sports game. Zach lost spots 20 points. <laughs> 20 points? <laughs> All right, well, um, Andy, the board's yours. Let's keep going down with arcade sports. All right. Mario, Luigi, and Peach appeared in two EA sports titles in these two genres. Andy. Um, these two sports titles in two genres? Genres. Um, I'm just looking for the genres. EA, or, yeah, EA, it was uh, NBA Home, NBA Street, Volume you just, 3. Just, just need to do the, the, the genre. Oh, the, the genres? Oh, um, basketball. <laughs> And snowboarding SSX. That is correct. Oh yeah! Oh. What SSX game were they in? SSX on tour. I was actually going to do it with the game titles, but that seemed really because it was SSX well, on tour. And NBA on Street tour. Volume okay, Three. NBA Street Volume Three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. Um, let's keep going down the arcade sports. <laughs> yeah, this is your category. Yeah. What's the value on this one? Yeah, we're looking at This is 800. This game was the first Mario sports game ever. Uh, Andy. NES Open Golf? What is golf? I'll accept it. Oh, okay. All right, so that's 800. Real quick. I don't want to hear this. Okay, Uh quick scoring update. Not much has changed. Everyone's the same, but Andy has rocketed up to 2,200. Uh, putting oh! him, putting him in You're third right place. Me. Yeah, behind Mike with twenty three hundred. Uh, Pedro still, just... still tall at forty five hundred, and Zach is sitting at thirteen hundred. That That's what Zach had at the start of Double Jeopardy. That's oh, true. Jesus. <laughs> I will close out arcade sports. Okay, Famicom Grand Prix was Mario's first racing game, coming out only on the Famicom disc system system in Japan. The sequel, also an FDS, used this technology that would become the selling point of a future Nintendo system. Zach. Mode 7. Incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> Damn you all. Anyone else? Andy. 3D. That Ooh. is correct. Oh. oh. It uses glasses. Is it Rat 3D. Racer? I think it can't. 
No, no, it's okay. uh, it's actually called Famicom Grand Prix like 3D or something or 3D Hot Rally or something like that. Because Rad Racer used 3D, I remember. Yeah, because I think this this came out in like 88, 89. He is. All right, what else we got here? I think uh, just, just Mother and After the entire category. That's it. Well, yep, I'm done. The, I'm done. I'm done playing then. Mother and After for whatever 200, 200, I guess. All right, the correct command to defeat Earthbound's final boss. Is it seriously going to be all about Earthbound? Oh, you guys are killing me. I wish I was playing just this category. <laughs> like Zelda you can play for me, Scott. Yeah, right. Maybe I will. Uh, what is prey? Okay. Well, duh. Spoiler alert. Uh, Andy, just roll on to four hundred. I'll take Zelda two for four hundred. <laughs> 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 this item is used as Lucas's grab in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> okay, Zach. Zach. Yo yo. Incorrect. Oh hell. You guys, okay, Andy's next. I did not mean to, to, to... Okay, Mike, go ahead. I don't know the name of it, but what is that little purple snake dragony thing? You know what, I'm going to count it, because no one's going to yeah. get it yes! out of here. That, uh, it's the it's... rope snake. Uh, I think that, you go. I think he pretty much said rope snake. snake. Yeah. <laughs> he pretty right. much said Snakey, rope dragon, snake purple thing, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's fair. Yep, all right, we'll just move next right along then, I assume. Um, okay, where are we at? <laughs> this is a good one. Xbox 360 RPG combined with Mother 3's currency. This is where the mother and after comes in. Uh, comes yeah. into play. Neil, you suck. Like so before hard. and after in in Wheel of Fortune. Go to hell. Right. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, what is Blue Dragon Power? Blue Dragon oh. Power. Okay. Because yeah, okay. Blue Dragon is a game. This boss appears in the new Pork City level of Super Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the Chimera? I would yeah. even given like oh, a, a Sklens esque just description of what it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, if you guys don't know things, just 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 sound it out. Just, Who is just Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this the is UFO. A good, this is a good one. Okay, so for a thousand. Mother 3 first was developed for this system. <coughs> Pedro. Pedro. What is the N64? Correct. That is correct. I knew that. Oh, oh, I remember good. seeing previews for that in Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power, yeah. yeah it's actually scarily similar what to what they wound up with. Yeah. Oh, man, I was yeah. so psyched for it. I was like, Earthbound and 3D? Yeah, I'll take that. And I mean, that's just the weird thing is that if you look at some of that old stuff and actually, you know, look at Mother 3, like, they, the N64 better. game became the Game Boy Advance game. It's, oh, yeah. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. It's very bizarre. What an interesting game. Okay. All right. Well, that, that ends this round. Let me give you guys a, a score update here. Please don't. Well, Zach, you might want to close your ears. Uh, Pedro, 5,500. Andy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. He came in and swam, swooped in and got another 1,000-point question. That I think he got one, three yeah. this round. Yep. Andy, uh, a strong round with 3,200. Woo! Mike just trailing at 2,700. And Zach with negative 100. <laughs> Mother of God. Can you put those in the chat so I can do the math? Okay, yeah. Give me a second. I'll, I'll enter all those. Now, I can't, can't participate can't, I was in Final gonna Jeopardy, say, can you Zach cocksuckers. Do um, nope. Can we just be charitable? <laughs> well, he can't. I don't know. <laughs> just for fun, you answer the question. Why don't we let yeah, you wager on Wager like... taxes with a dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> How do we do the wagering? We, um, we get the category first. Neil. 
Yeah, we'll give you the category, and then you guys will each send in your your wager to Neil privately, so in a separate chat. Did you guys? All right, okay. So the category is for Final Jeopardy: Virtual Boy. Oh. All right. Now you guys have uh, thirty seconds to send Neil your wager. Crap. Even if I double up, I'm still a hundred points behind Pedro. <laughs> well, don't tell Pedro that. Maybe he'll make a big wager. <laughs> Well, he has to wager enough so that if Andy doubles up, he's 100 points ahead of Andy. <laughs> oh, that's true. See, you're still in it. I know how Jeopardy works. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about. This is much better. La- last game, who won last game? It was you, Neil. Yeah, I don't think there, no one could catch you. I think you were far enough ahead that we couldn't even yeah. catch you. <laughs> no. So this oh, is good. This is, this is so competitive. Lame. This is so lame. I, Pedro is basically locked to win this. <laughs> unless yeah, Andy Pedro doubles up. Pedro bet it all. <laughs> Yeah, you actually, actually, Pedro, Pedro, just just don't bet anything, and then I just want you to beat Andy. That's all I want. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Okay. I can do that. No, if, if Pedro wants to beat Andy, he needs to wager a thousand points. Exactly. Because if Andy doubles up, he has sixty-four. And even if Pedro wagers a thousand and loses, he still has more points than Andy does right now. Yeah. I like that. It's a good, good, solid bet, probably. All right, and here is the answer. Um, just send it to me in the same chat. Wait, get out of here, Skype thing that won't go. Okay, there we go. I thought I think you could Google that anyway. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to read the one more time, Neil. All right. The Atlas published Jack Bros, or Jack Brothers, was one of the first games in this series, which saw an entry released in 2011 to be released in the United States of America. So it's, But it's not out in America, then, is what you're saying. Not yet. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't you Jack said it was Rose. released in 11 to be released in America. That's very confusing. Okay. No I, no, I just added to the thing about that there was... Okay, so this series, there was a game in the series released in 2011, and Jack Bros, a Virtual Boy game published by Atlas, was one of the first games in the series to come to North America. Okay. Oh, okay. That's what happens when you edit questions right before you say them. <laughs> Sending you an answer that I know is wrong. It's the only thing I can even think of. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real game. <laughs> tell you the truth, I don't even know. Now I'm Googling my answer. <laughs> I was about to do it too. I'll, I'll just let you do it. It is! <laughs> Alright, is it's everyone probably in? not right. No. Zach betted infinity negative, <laughs> and his answer or his question was Armadon and Vertigo, which is incorrect. <laughs> Those, of this course, the answers to last time's Final Jeopardy. I would be amazed question. if anybody got this right. Wow, right, I can't believe this is the Mike, answer. Mike Jesus. was in third place. Uh, Mike, yes. yeah. Mike bet twenty seven hundred, okay. and his answer was Mighty Bomb Jack, which Ooh, is which incorrect. Which is a real game. <laughs> what, okay, okay. What is Mighty Bomb Jack? I don't Mike know, but I remember it's an NES game. It was a pretty popular. It's on game. Virtual Console. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive it's on Virtual it's Console. It's a real game. Yep. All right, and Andy bid three thousand dollars, three thousand NWR bucks, <laughs> and his answer was Wrecking Crew Two K Twelve, which is also incorrect, but beautiful nonetheless. And Pedro, who bet who bet five hundred NWR connectivity bucks, got very very close. Of course he did. Or at least <laughs> knew what game came out in two thousand eleven that was related to it. What is Devil Survivor? 
But the correct answer is actually, what is Shin Megami Tensei? Oh, oh God. I would have Which, never guessed that that was a precursor to a Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, game. me neither. Me neither. I thought the me Atlas neither. published part of it was kind of clear. Right. If you were going to guess anything, yeah, I guess that would be the series. I glossed over that part of it. Yeah, I did too. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, fi- final scores from lowest to highest. Zach? With some negative, maybe positive negative infinity. infinity. I don't know how that adds to <laughs> negative 100. Uh, Theoretical Mike, number. Mike with zero, Andy with 200, and Pedro with a whopping 5,000. Andy, you dick, you did that Woo! to make sure you would be in second place. <laughs> <laughs> so Pedro wins it all. Congratulations, Pedro. Good first, job, Pedro. First, first game yeah, ended yeah, yeah. And you took over. And my first time, too. He was my first time, too. Yeah, I know. That was to be fair, it was everyone's. First time, actually. Well, Zach, that was Zach's second. Or no, that was... Uh, I, I know, I you guys are all it. new. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hopefully this was Pedro's last game. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Trail of Tears every episode. He's on. And all right, that'll do it for this week's episode of NWR Connectivity. Before we get out of here, I'd like to remind you to please rate and review us on iTunes. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can always leave comments on the episode form at nintendoworldreport.com and if you're so inclined you can send us a listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com thanks a lot for listening we'll see you next week